right. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's Sarcasm Speaks. It's Jared here. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, we have I Love Boston, which is actually Bob. Um, Bob's able to he's able to make it today. He's on the phone. So, you know, bear with us for if there's any audio, you know, if the audio sounds different uh, it's, and it sounds like he's on the phone, well, it's because he's on the phone. Um, yeah, if it sounds like I'm driving through a tunnel, <laughs> then uh, that would be that would be wise because I'm driving through a tunnel. Well, there we go. <laughs> so are you currently in Boston? Yes. Is that the uh, the reason for the the tag of I love Boston? Oh, no, I, I always love I always love Boston. It's great. It's no, fantastic. So, so um, for anyone that's actually dedicated to listening, uh, unfortunately, my father did pass away and my parents live north of Boston from where I live. So, uh, on Saturday at a bachelor party, which started in the North end culminated outside the garden and, um, Michaela was nice enough to pick me up and drop me off there. <coughs> uh, Sunday, seven o'clock bad news came. So I shot up through Boston, stayed in Medford Monday night. Uh, nope. Stayed in Medford Sunday night. I don't know what day it is. Um, <laughs> stayed in Medford, did our thing. I drove back home yesterday. Uh, kicked around this morning, whatever. Went back to Medford today. And we're going back to Milton right now. So it's fun. I've had lots, lots of fun about the best parts of Boston, which is driving through it. Yes. Everyone knows that the best part of Boston is the highways. Yes. Yep. The, the commuting and the navigating and the GPS that lies to me. <laughs> that traffic's not bad. Yeah. And then it's bad. Actually, it might be all right. It's just fucking annoying because now we're stopped in the tunnel. At seven, almost seven forty on a Tuesday yeah. night, there's traffic in the tunnel. So yeah. I actually was in Boston, Cambridge, Boston. I was the the company I work for. They literally their their two buildings toe the line. One building's in Boston, one building's in Cambridge. But um, you can actually see them from the bridge. I don't know if, oh, you, if you. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So when you're when you're stopped in traffic, you can see where I was today. Um, but. I, it, I, I went there this morning. I, I made a last minute decision. I was going to go to their, their location in Waltham, but found out that like my entire, basically new England team was going to the site in Cambridge. So I was like, well, I guess I'll go like the director of like the East coast was there. And like my boss was there. So I was like, I guess I should probably show face in Cambridge. So I drove in, uh, this morning at, I think I left it right around eight o'clock um i walked in the door at this place at like 10 05. it's pretty awesome i've muted myself for the ambulance that's coming humming by get that <laughs> this is insane that's awesome <laughs> what what part of, what what part of cambridge is it uh kenmore uh yeah basically yep mit it's awesome it's awesome getting over there 
Yeah. Yeah. It will, I will say it actually isn't that bad because I just park at the museum of science and then uh, walk and then walk down the street. Um, so the museum of science is actually relatively easy to get to when you, t- when you get off that exit, I think it's exit 18. Um, you go the opposite way to Starro drive, like Starro drive is on the right. And then whatever that is, but street name is on the left, yeah, you just go that. to the left and then you just park at the museum and then it's easy from there. Um, it's like a 10 minute walk from there, but it's, uh, wasn't ideal. So then today I was like, I know what I'll do. Fuck this. I'm just going to leave early. So I left work at probably like three o'clock. Um, and I got home just before five. <laughs> That's great. So it's, it literally doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter what time you leave, whether you're going north or south or anything you're doing. Um, it's just, it's miserable getting in and out of there. Yep. Well, even so getting to the North end, the North end was 12 miles from the house, 11 and a half of which are highway. Yep. Yeah. And then when she came to get me, you're thinking it's like, all right, it's, you know, midnight, whatever. I don't even know what time it was. And then they bring the highway down to two lanes. So it's like, oh, I'll go later because I'll I'll miss traffic. No, nope, we'll just take away lanes in that case. It's awesome. It's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, that starts at like 8 o'clock, which I found out last Friday because last Friday I was in Somerville at Assembly um, for we had our entire like North America um, meeting. So everyone flew in from all over the country, actually from Canada too. Um, so everyone that works for us in North America was in Somerville last Friday for, we had like an all day thing and, um, people were staying obviously right at, at the, the hotel and assembly. And I didn't because I live not that far away. So I left at probably, I don't know, it was probably like nine 30 ish when I left. And I'm thinking like, this is fucking great. I'm going to be home in 45 minutes because that's how long it should take me to get to Boston from where I live in North Attleboro. It should take about 45 minutes. And I was like at 9.30 on a Friday night, leaving, going away from the city, we're cruising. Nope. Exactly what you just said. Uh, they closed the two lanes uh, too. So they they dropped the highway from four lanes down to two starting right around uh, Dorchester and going basically all the way through Quincy. Um, So when I left at 930, uh, I got home right around 11 o'clock. And I was going to say, you're pretty far away from uh, Route 2, because if you could get to Route 2, you could take 95 south the whole way. Right. But you're too far away. Yeah, there was really no way to get Route 2 from Somerville. I would have to go, you know, all the way through Medford and Arlington, which is like, who the fuck wants to do that? No, because I was going to say, if, um, because this morning, I think it was this morning. Did it piss rain last night? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it did. So this morning, 93 South 
in like Medford's own line was just straight shut down because there was an accident caused by flooding or there was there was an accident caused by flooding and whatever so i don't know what happened i don't know how it happened so they just straight shut it down to clean up and um if michaela needed to get to work and she was still if we were leaving medford which we weren't um I don't know how the hell she would have like got it. Like, cause you can take route two to get on 95, but that brings you down to Milton. Dedham. That don't bring you to fucking Dorchester. Right. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. Fucked if you do fucked if you don't. Yeah. Boston's pretty sick. It's the, uh, it's the moral of the story. <laughs> and like you said, the best, the best part of Boston is the highway. And yep. uh, the the roads, just the roads in general, I would say, because quality. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Um, well, I do want to say probably for our listeners, um, you know, what little ones we have left. Uh, it's, it's nice probably for them to not just hear my voice and see my dumb mug on the fucking YouTube. Um, I exhausted what felt like every single person that's ever been on the show. <laughs> It was like, obviously, like everything happened very quickly and abruptly on Sunday, right? So uh, I ran the solo show, did it, put it out. Awesome. Cool. It was like a half hour long. No big deal. And I was like, I'm, re- I'm going to be ready to go for Tuesday. I'm going to have some some people ready to go and it won't just be me. Nope. Literally every single person had something to do tonight. Like I can go down the entire list and... Sexy Chris was working. Um, who else? Uh, Nick wasn't around. He has to do, he has to help his kid do homework and then put her to bed. Um, I even thought about Amy. She didn't sleep that well last night, so she's exhausted. I, she might be sleeping on the couch right now as we speak. Um, shout out to uh, to Mary, friend of the show. Uh, my neighbor, Nick, also mentioned, why don't you have Mary do it? Uh, she wasn't home until we literally, like, Two seconds before I hit the record button, I heard the door open or the, the door shut downstairs. Um, so obviously that's that's not there. Spencer is unavailable because he lost his voice. <laughs> um, I, I I don't even know who else. Eric um, had to work late today. He's probably stuck in traffic. He's he's probably stuck in traffic right now. Yeah, he's probably loving it. Um, so yeah, literally every I, I, I put up the bat signal to everyone. I thought about asking Ian, but he didn't put out his bacon bets episode last night or today. So I was like, I don't know, maybe he's busy. I didn't feel like asking him. And I was like, it I don't know. would have been good too. Cause he went and played uh Beth page. Did yeah. he, did he post what he shot? Yeah. One Oh seven. All right. That's way under most people. Yeah. So, I mean, he must be pretty decent. I think he's all right. I don't. I don't know if he holds a handicap. Doesn't hold a handicap. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. He's probably not single digit, but he's probably. Oh, no, I'm thinking he's probably like a fifteen. Yeah, 18. I was. I was gonna say somewhere around a fifteen. Well, fifteen. Fifteen is technically average, or it's fourteen and a half or something. And to go out to Beth Page, never seeing it, and shoot one hundred and seven. Um. That sounds pretty average to me. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was funny seeing everyone on Twitter being like 124, 136. I think I saw a 140 up there too. And it's like, okay, so I didn't I didn't reply to him on Twitter, but I thought about mess like re, like re, uh, tweeting him back and just being like, well, what tease are you playing from? Because that obviously has a lot to do with it too, right? Like I shot a 96 at Kapalua Bay but I also played the white or technically they were the silver tees, but they're the resort tees, right? They had four, they had four or five sets of tees. And I played from the middle, the middle tees, basically whatever they were. So like, yeah, I shot a 96 on a professional golf course, but I played the resort tees. So like if Ian shot a one Oh seven at Beth page that, I mean, I'm not trying to take that away from him. It's awesome, but I guarantee you, he didn't play from the fucking tips. No, (laughs) They didn't play the tips, but I'm guessing he probably played whatever their standard men's tees are if he shot 107. Because right. he played – so I don't know – so I know nothing about Canadian football, but I think he played football collegiately in Canada. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that checks out. So, like – He's not going to, so he can't be that small and he can't be that like weak or anything. So he probably hits it a good distance, right? which probably plays from whatever men's tees are most, again, I'm just guessing based on that. Right. Uh, And to shoot 107, I'm guessing it wasn't the tips, but um, he probably played back there because I thought he was okay. Yeah. Wow, this fucking car does not know what the fuck they're doing. They're in and out and almost causing fucking accidents. Jesus fucking Christ. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's awesome. Today when I was sitting in the tunnel, um, I had a car. I had a Jeep, some guy in a Jeep that was right behind me. And he was literally like so close to my bumper that in like my rear view mirror, I couldn't see the front of his car because Jeeps, Jeeps have a pretty short front anyway. And it literally looked like like the bottom of his windshield was like even with my the like the back of my truck bed. And I'm like, what the fuck is this guy do? Like, we're all stopped. We're all at a dead stop. Like you riding inches from my fucking bumper isn't gonna make anything go faster. And that was so then I I I there was a gap in the traffic next to me. So I moved over to the left and he fucking slams on the 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 gas and then flips me off as he drives by and then smashes on his brakes to get to the car in front of him and i just i looked at him and i literally burst into laughter like i i looked at him he didn't look back at me because he's probably a fucking pussy but not that i'm some tough guy but like you're in a car dude like what are you doing and I literally looked right at him hoping he was gonna look at me and he didn't and I was just laughing I was laugh like dying laughing like what a fucking cocksucker you know I mean like yeah i was the problem that was holding up the entire tunnel <laughs> yeah well i also just saw, so he's driving a bmw suv <clears throat> and we've been in traffic for quite a while and i've seen this car because he keeps weaving but he's not making any progress so he's behind a car now he did get cut off so he throws the brakes on whatever 
and then tries to go like zero to 60 in fucking three seconds and has to throw the brakes back on. He's caught up to the car in front of him. There's no way to fucking go, man. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> Taylor hasn't switched the fucking lane and he was right in front of us the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. He made no fucking progress. It's, it's fucking nuts, dude. People are so stupid. Oh, it's fucking, this is insane. Yeah. That's, and, and people do that every single day. Oh, which blows I, my mind. I could never. It, it almost makes me wonder like a guy like that, that you just described and the guy that was behind me today. Like, do you actually do that every single day or do you never do that commute? And that's just how you acted today because you're not used to it because yeah. like, a special occasion this is a treat for yourself right because like if you do that commute every single day and that's how you act every single day jesus fucking christ man like that's a that's a lot of stress on one person yeah yeah maybe you should like smoke some weed or something or like in some cases maybe you should like do some fucking heroin <laughs> you know, like like that's that's some that's some serious shit. Like you're gonna flip the fuck out every single day in traffic. That's what's five out of seven. What is that? That's gotta be high. What is that like eighty percent, maybe? Five out uh, of seven fractions, no. That's way. seventy that's that's a little over seventy percent of your week is spent fucking enraged. Enraged. <laughs> like holy shit, dude. Like Christ, no wonder why people just like blow shit up and just go on rampages. <laughs> oh, that's fucking insane. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I might have, I might have time for like a topic, anything going on in the world. I couldn't, I have no fucking clue to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised you've been a little bit busy over the last few days, but, um, but it's gone by so fucking slow. Yeah, I can. I can see that. Um, yeah, so actually, uh, I want to shout out Eric, friend of the show. Couldn't make it here today because uh, he was working late today. So I saw this thing today from Carrie Kavanaugh. I don't know who she is. Let's click on her. Uh, she's an investigative journalist. Oh, she's a Medford native. Oh, oh local, local guy. Carrie Kavanaugh. All right. Okay. She works for Boston 25. So she's a investigative journalist, um, local guy from Medford and uh, works for Boston 25, which I think is the Boston Fox affiliate. Um, I think. So she tweeted today. Um, it's unclear exactly when Massachusetts taxpayers will get refunds from excess tax revenue. At Mass Governor was asked Monday if people could expect their refunds before or after Thanksgiving, and he wasn't sure. <laughs> so then Eric tweeted at Kerry Kavanaugh and goes, they can take they can take every single paycheck from us that we make. Well, I can't read. But when they take too much from us, they take as long as they want to get it back. Makes a lot of sense. So I think we we touched on this briefly. I, I vaguely remember talking about this, but apparently Massachusetts brought in so much tax revenue that they have to give a refund 
to the taxpayers. Um, so that being said, <laughs> maybe that's probably why they're not in a rush to pass sports betting. They're like, ah, we got to change this. Uh, we got to change this law because now all Massachusetts taxpayers are going to be receiving rebates. Uh, so they're getting checks back for some of the, the taxes that they paid, but it's, it's about income tax. So there's a lot more to this that I don't know, right. That I would, I would have to actually like read about. Um, but so, so I, do you remember us talking about this? Remember, like, didn't we say the state collected like $2 billion in excess taxes or something like that? I don't, so I, I, I or like think, 200 million. So let me just recap really quick. Um, you know, I'm not in my setup. So the state reported collecting too much income tax. Correct. Based on what? Is there a I, cap? I don't know. I don't know. And that's, that's what I'm not sure. I don't know if it's, <clears throat> I don't know if it's just strictly income tax or if it's all taxes across the state, um, at the state level. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if this has to do with like the marijuana tax. Um, because I do know that in Colorado at the beginning, when they first instituted, um, selling legal weed, that everyone in Colorado got a check for like 500 bucks after like the second year because they collected so much tax. So I don't know, to, to be honest, like I don't know if this has to do with that or if it's strictly in regards to they took too much income tax from people. <laughs> that is, that is, that's insane. I don't. I actually don't remember talking about this, but that doesn't mean we didn't. Um, okay, so couple couple things here, right? So number one, how is your math so bad that you now owe all of the fucking state residents money? Like, how the fuck did that happen? Yeah. And then, oh, it was it was two point nine billion. Sorry to cut you off. I knew there was a two in there. But okay, so since you found it, does it state what kind of tax they overcome? So it, it can't be just income tax because we have a so the state of Massachusetts has a flat right. state it's income five, tax. 5%. It's 5% for everyone. Right. right. So it's, it's it, 5% it is what you make. So it is all all taxes. So if there's a, in this article, there's okay. a thing that says like the backdrop. So the backdrop here is the rebates are being sent to mass income taxpayers because the state took in so much revenue. It triggered a law that forces Beacon Hill to give some of the money back. And then immediately after that, democratic leaders appearing with Baker today said they will not attempt to change the rebate law this year but maybe open to changes in the future should the give back be triggered again. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be a thousand percent honest as, as little as I like the state of Massachusetts. I think that's a stupid law because if you are collecting taxes based off of correct algorithms or formulas or whatever, then the state should take the money. Like, 
if it's if it's found that no one overstepped their boundaries, like, hey, so sales tax is a flat rate. I don't know how property tax is calculated, um, but that that goes to the towns, doesn't it? That goes to the, the town and the municipality. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So if it's, you know, state sales, state income, if you're collecting the correct amount of money, then you should keep it. If you are not collecting the right amount of money because your formulas suck, then fix the formulas. Unless I'm missing something here. No, it makes sense to me. Like you said, fix your formulas. Yeah. Because truthfully, like the state is supposed to generate revenue. Like that's not like it is. It is supposed to do that. Right. Because there are things that it's supposed to do, like take care of roads and that shit. So you got to fix that part too, because you don't do that. But um, maybe raise the heights at Star Drive or something. But I don't know, whatever. <laughs> uh, so fix the law, fix the formulas, fix the math. I don't know. I mean, math's racist and fucking elitist or whatever the fuck. Um. But yeah, I wouldn't expect anyone to see that money anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, well, apparently uh, Chucky Baker said that he wanted to get the people their money before the holidays. And when he was pressed on, do you mean before Thanksgiving or before Christmas, he didn't answer. So there's rumors that everyone's going to get a rebate check in sometime in November. So a little bit more background on this too, because I've been reading about it as we've been talking. Um, so let's be realistic about this. Like, what are you actually going to get back, right? Like if you're listening, like, and you live in Massachusetts, well, actually you don't have to live in Massachusetts. You just have to it's, work. You have to, yeah, you have to pay income tax in Massachusetts. So it says that the payments are set at roughly 13% of a payer's state income tax total for 2021. So let's say wow. roughly- Find your so, tax liability. Right. So let's say you make $50,000 a year, right? Yeah, 5%. Um, 5% of that is $2,500. Now you there take 13% of that, that's $325. So if you make $50,000, would you say? You're not getting much. No, if you make fifty thousand dollars a year, you're getting roughly three hundred dollars back. Like it's not, it's not anything crazy. But there was another article that I saw, obviously because this is fucking Massachusetts, and not that they're incorrect about this, but like they have to make it a story because it's Massachusetts and everyone's fucking liberal. They go, the rich are are another another tax break for the rich people because they're like, if you make more money, you're going to get more back, right? Because if you make a million dollars a year, you're going to get what 5% of that is 5,000, 13% of 5,000 is, I don't know, whatever, or 50, I don't know, whatever it is. If you make a million dollars a year, you're going to get a lot of money back. And if you make $50,000 a year, you're going to get $300 back. So everyone's like, oh, it's just another way to feed the rich people. And it's like, okay, fine but the rich people also paid more in taxes too so it's it's proportional like the like everyone pays five percent right like you said it's a flat tax state income tax in massachusetts is a flat five percent tax so yes the person that made a million dollars last year is getting more back in this rebate but they also paid more in taxes 
So it's everyone's the same across the board. It's 13% of your 5% that you paid. That's what everyone gets back. So like these people that are like flipping out, like, oh, well, this doesn't help poor people. Okay, well, the state doesn't even have to fucking do this anyway. Like they're going to change the law next year so they never have to do this ever again. So are you happy that you bitched and complained that poor people aren't getting money? Like, you know what I mean? Like, fuck off. Yeah, it's it's amazing because, again, it's I know we're talking math and numbers and whatever. And I've only got like five minutes left here. But um, <laughs> Lou Stagner on Twitter. Yeah. He, he, th- this was actually pretty good. So all he does is provide statistics related to golf. So he his podcast hacked it out with him crossfield and uh greg chalmers mm-hmm. they did a they did a, a podcast where all they did was read his dms and nice. you would not believe how mad math makes people <laughs> and how untrusting of math people are like yeah. it's very and i so it's i i know it's not as simple as take your take your take your salary multiply it by 0.05 and multiply that by 13 and a half because that's not technically your taxable, your tax liability. Right. Uh, your tax liabilities after deductions and all that crap, whatever. Correct. Yeah. But, but like to give you an idea, if you make 50K, you're probably getting at least 250, 275 bucks, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but people, yeah. And then people turn into, oh, see, rich make out again. The rich don't need this fucking $1,700 check or whatever the fuck they're going to get. Right. They don't need this 2000 whatever like it's fucking joke to them yeah so what do you mean like the rich are making out yeah they're getting more of a sum of money but it's all proportionate right yeah like, they don't give a the shit 300 bucks that like a low, the bucks get is a lot more important than the fucking 2500 that a rich earner gets they could give a shit less right right but anyway, so Lou's DMs, like people come at him because they just don't want to hear what he has to say. And they say shit like, the only thing dumber than math is you. Or, um, <laughs> like, oh, you can't hit a golf ball with a calculator. And it's like, people just don't want to know, like, facts, stats. Yeah. Numbers. It's comical. Yeah. <clears throat> they only want to know things that make them feel good. And it's like confirmation bias, right? Yeah. Well, and then that's, and that's why Eric actually makes a really good point. Now he's not, it's falling on deaf ears because it's, it's on Twitter. B, no one gives a shit. Um, yeah. If you owe taxes, they can garnish your paychecks. They can come find you. They can take you to court. Like, yep. And they'll do, and they'll do it swiftly. Oh yeah. But when they <laughs> owe you money, eh, we'll get it to you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, like, it's not even one of those things where they tack on, like, interest or something. Like, um, we got an employee retention credit or something from, like, pandemic times. And they they attached interest to that. Oh, wow. Um, for how long? Like, the, the citizens, like, the residents of the state aren't getting interest accrued for them taking fucking forever. Right. Right. <clears throat> All right, dude. So I don't know if you're going to keep going, but um, I'm about to get home. So I'm going to duck out and 
and um, I'll text you because obviously Sunday is not going to work for me. Maybe we can do Thursday or something. Yeah, that works. And then uh, I think Sexy Chris is is dying to get on. He might be able to make Thursday work. There's like okay. a, there's a lot of shit he he wants to rant about. <laughs> All right, dude. All right. Later. Later. All right. So here I am. <laughs> it's been uh, it's been fun, right? Now you're with me. So uh, just to kind of put a bow on that, um, the the law that we were talking about um, was instituted in Massachusetts in 1987, um, and it was meant as a check on unlimited taxation and unsustainable spending. So basically, like again, I don't know the specifics of this law, but just reading a little bit about it um, seems like it was put into place as a way to prevent the state from basically just raising taxes all the time. Um, I'm assuming there's an algorithm for it. So like if the amount of tax revenue comes in exceeds X number of um, whatever the income tax might've been or something like that, it triggers an automatic release. Um, but it, uh, it hasn't been used, I think since 1987 or something like that it's been it's it's been only uh kicked into effect i think once prior to this year um yeah an obscure law last triggered in 1987 so um it's been you know whatever that is uh almost 40 years about 35 35 years uh, since the law came in and now it, it, it pops up like this. And now obviously politicians are like, well, we're not going to change it right now, but like we might change it and get rid of this. Um, but to Bob's point, like fix your fucking algorithms. You know what I mean? Like why, why are you taking in too much tax? And I actually, um, I actually listened to an episode of the Drinking Bros podcast very recently where Dan Holloway talked about this. Shout out to Dan. Um, I'm not really a friend of the show, but like, I would, fuck, I would love to have him on. I would love to talk to Dan and pick his brain. But he talked about, uh, and he's been big on this a lot lately as of late because he fucking hates the federal government. Um, and he, he goes back to the the federalist mentality of you know every individual state should have their ability to do you know what they want and he taught he kind of had a little bit of a i wouldn't say an argument but like a, a discussion with ross patterson who's also on drinking bros and they were talking about like well ross goes well if you lower the taxes or you take the taxes away then there's not enough money to pay for stuff and dan's argument was like well what do you mean there's not enough money to pay for stuff. Like what stuff? You know what I mean? Like, what does that mean? So Dan's whole argument and his whole point is that when you remove the amount of taxes that the government collects, you benefit in a couple of different ways. Um, so one, the people get to keep more of their own money, which I don't know anyone that isn't going to want to keep more of their money, right? I don't think anyone out there is like, yeah, you know what? I wish I paid more in tax. I wish I had less money in my pocket. Um, so everyone's on board, right? They get to keep more of their own money. And two, it forces the government 
to become more efficient, right? So we joke about it on the show all the time. You know, you you have the the bureaucrats, and then you have the executive assistant, and then you have the assistant to the executive assistant, and then you have, you know what I mean? You have all these levels of, of middle management and bureaucracy and red tape. Um, and if you reduce the tax income, then there's less money to pay for government positions, right? So yeah, it's unfortunate, right, that people would lose their jobs because you would have to cut these positions that truthfully shouldn't be there in the first place. So, I mean, it's, yes, it, it does suck that someone would lose their job, but at the end of the day, the government becomes more efficient. And now you don't have, you know, three positions that do the exact same thing, or there's so much overlap. It's one person does this job. Like there's this one person and then they have maybe like a secretary or, you know, it's, it's, it is becomes more efficient. It's exactly what Dan said. So that you streamline government um, and you get rid of, you cut the fat, right? You get rid of all the bullshit. Um, and I I support that. I I mean, if you've been listening to the show long enough, you know, I hate the government just as much as the next guy. Um, I think it's bloated and is way too fucking big and it has too, its hands in too many different things. Um, I think the government needs to be a lot smaller than it is. And I think that's a great way to do it, right? You take their money away. Now, <laughs> who in the government is going to vote to give the government less money? I don't know. It, that's that's one of those things like when it expands, it's really hard to get that back, right? It's, it's hard to get that territory back. And we talked a little bit about that during COVID. You give up a little bit of your rights. The government's not really going to ever give that back, right? We I mean, I was a little too young to remember pre 9-11 because I, I didn't really travel too much before pre 9-11. But I, from what I hear and, and from what I gather and, and, you know, other people talk about, TSA didn't exist before 9-11, right? Like we, we all agreed like, okay, well, you know, someone came in and, and used used planes to attack these these buildings and other things. So yeah, we'll we'll give up a little bit of our freedom here, right? So we can have this this government organization come in to to check people's luggage and make sure they're not carrying weapons and do all this stuff. And here we are, twenty years later, and it's still there, right? Like now, you might be like, "Whoa, well, you're saying that's a bad thing?" Not necessarily, but it is less freedom, right? It's less freedom that we have. So now every single time you go through a fucking airport and you got to pull out your laptop, you got to pull out the hairdryer, you got to separate your iPhone from your phone charger, from this, from that, from your shoes, from your iWatch and all this stuff. And yeah, it's, it's trivial, right? At the end of the day, like it's not that much of a burden, but it's less freedom at the end of the day. Um, and and that could potentially be a bad example, um, but it's still an example of it happening and of it never going away, right? Um, same thing with the Patriot Act. We don't have to get into that. Um, I'd save that for Thursday with Chris if we can get him on. Um, I'm sure we'll get into a bunch of shit like that. But you know, the Patriot Act essentially allowed the government to just spy on whoever they wanted, whenever they wanted, and it's never been repealed. It's never been taken away. It wasn't one of those things like we're going to institute the Patriot Act for now until we catch all the bad guys and then we'll send this away. Nope. It's 
still there. Um, it's still in place. So it's it's things like that, right? And that's what we warned about. Um, we spoke about during the pandemic with the the passports and all that stuff. You you give up a little bit of freedom, and it never comes back. So it's that's what the government does. Um, so uh, that being said, let me see if I can find a final thought really quickly. Um, so let's see. I am going to jump through my email. So you guys are going to have to deal with a little bit of dead air potentially. Um, oh, here's a good one uh, from my Roka Wave email. Um, Bloomberg uh, Economics. I think that's a. I think it's a magazine or something. Uh, Bloom. It's a company, right? It's Bloomberg is the company. They're they're in the economic business. Um, they <laughs> they recently came out and said that recession is certain. So Bloomberg Economics probability model, right? Because they run algorithms. What they do? They do math. They do algorithms. They do all this shit. They projected a 100% chance of a U.S. recession within a year. These projections are based on 13 macroeconomic and financial indicators. The newest projection puts the odds of recession at 100% by October 2023, 73% by September of 2023, and 25% by August of 2023. So basically, before the end of next year, we will 100% be in a recession. Now, I'm interested to see how they quantify this um, because... We went through that whole thing recently where the White House um, and uh, what's her name? Carrie Jean-Pierre, the press secretary, literally stood up there and was like, no, that's not the definition of a recession. And the powers that be cha literally changed the definition of a recession. I believe it was two. It used to be either two or three quarters of negative GDP growth, um, which we've had in this year. Um, in in twenty, but from twenty twenty one into twenty twenty two, and they're like, no, it's it's not a recession. It's different. That's that's not what we call a recession anymore. So now you have this Bloomberg economics probability model, right? That runs all these algorithms. One hundred percent chance we'll be in a recession. Now is that the new definition of a recession? Who knows? Um, but last month. The model estimated that the odds of a recession by October of 2023 were 65%. So in one month, the odds of, of this recession happening by October of next year uh, went from 65% to 100%, So, uh, which is also kind of silly because we're in a recession right now. So does that mean it's going to last the, for an entire year? Um, doesn't that then quantify as a depression? Uh, I don't know. I'll leave that up to you guys and uh, up to the experts, I guess, but only the the good experts, the ones that want to give us the answers we want to hear, I guess, not not the not the definitions that have been in place forever. So uh, get ready for that. Buckle up because uh, shit's about to get wild. So we'll see uh, <laughs> we'll see how all this goes and 
what happens here, but uh, that's going to do it for us. Uh, so thanks for uh, coming on the ride again. Uh, it was nice to have Bob on for a little bit there. Um, like I said, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to get him back uh, for our next episode. Again, I've, I've, no, I've told him no pressure. I don't know pressure to get him on him to get him on here. Be on for as long as you want, whatever. Um, but you know, I told you he's still around. <laughs> He'll be back. We'll, we'll be back full time, uh, at some point, but, uh, so there's that. Uh, thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, uh, make sure you give us a thumbs up, like rate review, subscribe, tell everybody, you know, about the show. If you're an audio only guy, uh, same thing. Uh, you can give us five stars on, I almost said Instagram. You can give us five stars on Spotify and iTunes, the Apple store. Um, you can get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod. Our Twitter is sarcasm underscore speaks. The Facebook page is sarcasm speaks, uh, website, sarcasm speaks.com. Go there, buy some merch, buy some shit. Um, thank you to mybookie.com. I uh, use the promo code sarcasm pod. When you sign up, double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. Also, thank you to grillyrassoff.com. I uh, use the same promo code sarcasm pod to save 15% off your entire order. Every single time you check out over there. Uh, I love grillyrassoff.com. I actually just bought some stuff today. Uh, so use the promo code sarcasm pod. You can save 15% off just like me. Um, I think that's it. You can still join the weekly NFL pick and pool, right? Uh, that's still going. Uh, shout out to Neil, uh, my buddy, Neil, he won this week. Um, yeah. So until next time, good night, everybody.